something different today. Hello and welcome to the Dance yeah. of the Soul. Regan Forston and I, Natasha Venter, are here to support you in the Dance of the Soul, uh, which is actually the Dance of Life. You know, because we're here to support you doing the work that you're that you're called to do in in this knowings of, oh my gosh, where are we at and that kind of thing. So, uh, I'm Natasha Ventura again. I am a multi life intuitive. I have a soul calling to really support everyone going through life. And it's not that I'm here to do the work for you, or but it's me to give you a perspective, a witnessing, a lovingness, a, you know, how do we do it? And I give a lot of life stuff to help us. And hello, Veronica, welcome. Oh, wow, uh, and she's here right on time. Right on time. I'm so grateful <laughs> where we were a minute or two late, you know. And, and so it's one of those things that, you know, when we go through life, it's just nice to have somebody with us to to say hey have you thought about this perspective and so yeah. that's what i like to do and i do mediumship i hi stephanie uh i do uh, mediumship i do um i even do feng shui uh house blessings clearings i see energy i'm an energy seer for many lifetimes also so it's that one of those things that i'm practicing what i've lived so here i am and regan thank you for hey. being here it's our monday again i know Good old Monday, about what we've been doing this about two and a half years now. I look forward to it. I look forward. To, I know Veronica's here a lot. And was it Stacy's here? Uh, Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And we have other people popping in. And I don't know. It's just this growing experience that you and I have uh, along with helping everybody else. Because, you know, like every week, um, between the weeks, like since last week, I've had a, a few experiences that I feel I've grown or learn more about life, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, for, for people that a lot of people watching, they know what I do, but I'm with the Newton Institute and, and um, I uh, help people achieve a deep state of trance. And we found a way for people to go to the other side for a couple hours and come back. Well, it's like having a near death experience without the death part. As I always <laughs> kind of jokingly say, yeah, people say, Oh, it's gotta be scary. But I, uh, uh, I had a booth and did a, a speech at a, a soul search conference um, on Saturday and they had um, well they probably had a couple thousand people that came through and uh, I was one of the speakers I had a full house I the speaker before me had about five or six people in the room and so I'm thinking not going to be too many people but uh, had a full had a full house there of people wanting to hear how can this be possible you know and so I had about 20 people sign up for a phone consultation so i'll do a free phone consultation with them and and most of them will book a, a life between life session so um they can go to the other side and see what it's like and visit loved ones and get any questions they have answered about their life and so forth um because life is difficult like we're going to talk about today and this is about uh, today when um when you get uh what do you call it Sometimes it's like you're, you're just driving down and someone goes through a stop sign and hits you, you know, you're not even, you're just whistling, having a good day. And then you get sideswiped or, um, 
trying to think what the other name for that is. Bum, bum, bum. Someone T-bones you, you know? Yes, exactly. Right? And, and, and life actually T-bones us without cars, you know? It, yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a shock. And that's one thing that I felt, or we felt it was time to, to talk about life-altering experiences. And I think we just did not too long ago, but it seems like that I have witnessed so many people going through their own fire, their own yeah. moments. And you know, I know that, you know, I had, and I'm not going to speak of it, but there was something personal I'm going through a little bit. And then, uh, and then at the same time, I had a friend who was going through something that was physical yeah. and, you know, it's, it, it's just one thing after another that, that we're dealing with something. And like, I was watching this, um, this, you know, how you watch on those little videos on Facebook and there's this guy that, um, Asher, um, he's, he does dog rescues. Um, oh. Ash, Asher, Asher. I haven't heard some, of him. Yeah. But he just, he, he takes these old dogs and, and skin and bones and he just, he, they, they come into his arms and he hugs them, oh, you wow. know? And, and he, he did a quick video and, and I don't necessarily, I think I follow him, but I don't necessarily, but he pops cause I watch him. So he pops through, you know, the algorithm things. And, and like he was saying that, um, that his um, one of his favorite pups passed, you know, just he, she had a heart problem. She was disowned because she couldn't create puppies, you know, and oh, so wow. she was she was disowned. And so she, he ended up got, getting her and she turned out to be one of his soulmates, you know, or familiars or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And and then she passed away and he was grieving. And here there's this other dog that that needed to get up on the bed and peed all over the bed, he said. And then he goes, you know what? Life is going to keep going. It's not going to get easier, but how yeah. can I persevere through it? How can I step up beyond what it is to be what it is? You know, what can I do to, to manage the story that I'm in? Because things are here to teach us and it's not to punish us necessarily. And I know that I go into that punishment sometimes because I try to be light. Yeah. I want to be light. I am a light. And yet sometimes my light isn't enough, you know? And so with that, that I, I have to find that balance and sometimes what, what can we do? We got to keep going. And because life is worth living. I know that for me, you know, I, I've, I'm at a friend's house down here and we always do shadow work together. Shadow work is where you go through the, the, the underside of things, the, why are things happening? And, and yeah. who, who am I, if I release that and, and that kind of stuff. And so the, you know, she's, she's a Capricorn and I'm a Cancerian. So I do her shadow work because usually if you're on the opposite signs, you know, of the, of the, of the Zodiac that you do each other's shadow work. And so I've been in tears a lot this trip, you know, because it's been something, Wow! but at the same time though, if I didn't do that work, I know that when I go home, I won't be lighter. I won't, I won't be there doing things. Um, I won't be doing what I need to do. And, uh, that, you know, if I don't do the work and that's why, why I help so many people do work, do the life callings. I have perspectives from them because I'm in the mud just like everybody else. I know, you know, and a lot of people think that people like us that seem to have an in with the other side, or we, we know a lot about because we, that's the work that we do. 
and they think, oh, we must not have any problems. <laughs> but anyway, they, we must not have to go through anything difficult. Well, we do. But I think both of us, like Natasha and I both learned when some of this stuff happens, um, we kind of go with the flow. You know, if it's if it's grief, we have to go through sadness and that we we just kind of float along with it, you know, and realize it's going to pass and realize what try to figure out what lessons we're learning in this and find out how we can be loving and and compassionate and kind through these experiences but everybody goes through it i mean even the uh, there was a book i read it's a real great book it's called after after the ecstasy the laundry and, <laughs> <laughs> ain't that a title it's great it was about this man he went around and he interviewed all of these gurus these these you know holy men these people that would spend years meditating and have these ecstatic experiences and what he found out across the board whether they were monks buddhist or catholic or he had some nuns that were sequestered you know people that really really dig deep into trying to connect with the other side when they come out of their meditation or out of their cave so to speak uh and they get into the real world um some of them can't even balance their checkbooks you know um they, they can't get along with anybody they things are happening all over so you know it was a real beautiful thing to read and it made me it made me relax a lot you know because i kept thinking when i was young well if i get more spiritual i don't have to deal with a bunch of crap you know but you do still but it's how you deal with it yes you know, that counts you know um, exactly so, you get you get tools and i think that's why i would tools for, good good way to yeah. put it yeah that that i would love people to get more um awakened i love to help people be more awakened and the purpose of why things happen and and how can we yeah. manage it because of the fact that going into life and and doing what we do that that it's going to happen anyways yet yeah. how do we do it and i know that um, like uh veronica says here there's a lot of people checking out right now yes there is yeah there is and grief is going to be pretty heavy again. You know, we're ha we had a big um, outgo, sadly, because of COVID. Yeah. But then at the same time, though, some of those people had contractual times anyways. And it was the label of COVID that happened. But we're going into this next layer here. And I know that September, I'm feeling like um, that we're in a dance right now. Or there's a lot of people prepping to leave, sadly, September, October, November. Um, there's a big dance there, and then there's going to be another one, a smaller shift going into the new year. Wow. That well, you know, there's portholes that are happening right now. Yeah, speaking out. of COVID, too, I think maybe probably mentioned on the show a couple times, but I went to the afterlife myself a second time um, during COVID, and um, 28 of us therapists, we swapped sessions, and we did it over Zoom where they. Oop. Yeah, uh, put. Wow, well, there. Someone was something about says Medicare plan. Well, I've already got that, so it's coming in in my earbuds. Uh, so, um, 20, 28 of us. So yeah, it's funny Medicare. You know, we're talking about illnesses. Exactly. Uh, I was like, kind of thinking <laughs> synchronicity here. So twenty of us therapy. We swap sessions. Um, I I swapped a session with the therapist back in um, another Newton Institute therapist like me back in Alabama. And uh, we did over Zoom, and it was the first time I'd experienced going into trance and going to the other side on Zoom. So that was pretty cool. 
But when we got to the other side and all 28 of us asked the same questions and then about COVID, about the vaccines and that sort of thing. But uh, basically what they said about COVID, I mean, on the other side, it's not a, it's a non-issue. It's like it's no big deal because they're saying, well, everybody that died, they're over here and they're fine. You know, so you don't have to worry about that, you know. Um, but then it was kind of like they said, sometimes uh, nature, sometimes things happen uh, like the dark side of things comes out uh, to help bring people to the light. Mm-hmm. In other words, and that's what I, I really most of us got that basically same answer. So we're, we're knowing that there's a saying, you know, um, uh, sometimes what we consider down here really difficult things or hard times come through like plagues and things like that. Uh, and um, the people that die, you know, they go to the other side, they go back home. So they're fine. Um, but it's a wake up call for the rest of us. And we've talked about this before, Natasha, there's so many things that this um, this COVID and, you know, even people say even Trump, you know, with the things that are dysfunctional about that, it's really uh, made us all look at the reality of things, you know, it's made mm-hmm. us look about, you know, it's really brought out in front, you can see the evil in the world and the brightness in the world sharper, you know, so that you can decide which side you want to be on, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, yeah. Exactly. And we forgot to mention the intention of this show. So we were going to talk today yeah. and, and, I, and I think that everything we've talked about so oh, yeah. far is so much in perspective of how do we get through the hard times? Yeah. How do we get through those, those moments where we get T-boned in life? How do we get through them? And I know for me that it is about being in the moment, breathing and getting more grounded if you can. And I know breath is one of those things. So um, thank you, Veronica. She says, that's beautiful. Um, the vision of, of, of the whole passing thing that, that, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing how much people don't realize what a life altering experience is. Yeah. You know, I really classify life altering experience is that you go through something that makes you stop. Yeah. Something, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be labeled. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be anything, but just something that makes you metaphorically stop. You know, it could be watching another car wreck out, you know, a car wreck and you're not even involved, but it makes you stop and makes you think, and it makes you ponder. It makes you get um, grateful. It makes you do this. It, It helps you do that. It, it, it brings perspectives. It, it it stretches and pulls you. It makes you emotional in a way, so that even if you're not the one who who was in the car wreck, but you still are a little bit emotional watching somebody else go through it. Uh huh. Yeah. You know. And so with that, that people I think discount life altering experiences as a they don't take it as a pinpoint. Like I always think life altering experiences is how I've always looked at it is that it's almost like a, a spot on the map that you can tag. I've been here and I'm going to move from there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those moments that you can say, I was this way. Now I want to go that way. And, and I consider, you know, my parents going into, you know, passing away as a life altering experience. I consider what I just went through, you know, coming down here, I consider my trip to California a life-altering experience too, because I can yeah. even remember yours. You know, me coming to your house last year at this yeah. time. 
that there was so much that I took in that I couldn't have been the same person afterwards. I mean, yeah. now I have things, I am the same person. And that's the thing when you go through a life altering experience, it's not that you, you change who you are, but you change elements into a new normal. You change elements yeah. of yourself into a new awareness an an upper it's, it's almost an upgrade you into a, a different awareness. I like what you just said about it makes you stop. And now all kinds of things went through my mind and thinking of the there's certain things that happen to us in our lives. Like we're going we're going like busy bees just all over doing this and doing that and everything. And then something happens like someone dies or something. And all of a sudden, it, all of a sudden we slow down or we stop and we start looking around. And that's when life becomes really real at that moment. You know, like at funerals, mm-hmm. um, I think the, the thing, the upside to funerals is, is I think it causes everybody to get a sense of their own mortality and for them to take stock of their lives and find out where they're at. And they realize they're not going to be around forever. And a lot of people, um, I think at funerals, sometimes, you know, they turn their lives around a little bit, change a little bit because they realize that, you know, they've got to make the most of what time that they have left. But the same goes for like weddings. You know, when you go to a wedding, everybody's in that certain mode and it gets people to stop to think about the love in their life, mm-hmm. you know, and where they're at, where that is, whether they're looking for it or whether they have it or maybe they're in a difficult relationship or something. And it makes them kind of, you know, really look at everything that way. Um, but there's those different things like I guess we could call them stopping points in life when they happen. And they're, they're like COVID. Wow. I mean, I think um, so many people end up buying uh, health insurance after that and they bought life insurance after that and they started doing their wills. You know, some the lawyers were busy where everybody's doing their wills and things. Um, people started talking to people and telling them things that they wanted to make sure they told them in case something happened to them, you know, so mm-hmm. they didn't, you know, because when we're in that busy mode, we just brush all that aside and we're just rush, 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 you know, like, like in a, like in a trance or something, you know, and then these things happen and wow, you know, it's what starts um, uh, helping people turn, you know, maybe shift or turn their lives around for the better usually that way. Exactly. And, and that's, um, that's the thing, but I want, I want people to remember though, that when I said the word stop, and I love that you're, you're talking about this because it's not about stopping. It's not the it's not the the action of stopping it, but it makes you go, oh, now what do I do? Yeah, and that's when we can move forward because I know that that but it, it's not a quick. Sometimes it's not a quick movement forward, but it is. You feel yourself like getting pulled in different directions because the emotions come through and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So um, let's see. Uh, Stephanie says, "I'm so There's grateful Stephanie. you're here, Stephanie." Um, standstills are always like the air ru- um, rushes out of out for just a moment. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's perfectly said because that's that's my intention of the stop. It's not necessarily. It's that air that kind of rushes out but you get a breath in too, but it gives you that moment of going, Oh yeah. You know? Same and thing. yeah. Yeah. Same thing happens when you're, you're, um, you're so busy and then you take a little vacation and you go to some, some place in nature and people say, it just takes your breath away. You know, you stop. It's like, you just stop for a minute and you really realize the beauty of things, you know, the, how beautiful things are where, when you're in the rush, rush mode, you can go, 
you know, you know, right by uh, the most beautiful spot in the world and not even take it in, you know. Exactly. Oh, I've had that happen, actually. I forget where it was. I should remember because I remember thinking, wow, it's taking my breath away. <clears throat> and it was someplace in nature. Um, oh, I think it was in Zion National Park. Um, I was not I was not prepared for that because as you're coming up to Zion, you don't it's like it's a whole di- it's just um, everything's kind of normal. It's kind of like high desert or something. And then within a few miles, all of a sudden everything changes. And then you're in this you're in this um, uh, not cavern, but you're in a, like a canyon like, you know, mm-hmm. and you're looking up in your this narrow canyon and you, you think you're going to see a dinosaur at any minute. I mean, it takes you so, <laughs> so far back in time and it just yeah. pops up on it's not like wow and i just went oh my gosh it was this was hidden and that's where the um the mormon people settled when they were running away from persecution they happened to find this place that people would go by and not even see it you know this uh place and that's why it got named zion you know the mormons name but but it's a I, I liked it even better than yosemite but yosemite is an, have you been to yosemite Natasha? i have not yet I have oh not. man well might so be that so life-altering experiences don't have to be on the negative they no, can be no. totally in the positive and we're, yeah. we're just, you know, like nature in life, we kind of tend to focus on the negative, but yeah, it's, it's something that, that is beautiful. And that's one thing that, that I think we as humans don't get enough of is nature. You know, yeah. I was just helping my girlfriend put something together and, you know, there was just a few drops there. It didn't rain. I live in Washington. It didn't rain, <laughs> but there was just a drop here and a drop there and it, and it felt good. It was that kind of warm rain that just kind of, you just get a mm-hmm. drop here and a drop there. And it was enough to just quench the skin just in spots. And it was, it felt so good, you know, to be out in nature, you know? And um, when I was in my first experience in the afterlife and I was coming back from wherever heaven was well, that I was for a while, uh, it seems like it's out there somewhere, like in space. I mean, that's how I envisioned it. But um, and I was looking down at the earth and uh, my guide was verifying with me again that I had decided to do the work that I'm doing now with this life between lives thing. And um, uh, as I started getting close to earth, I started feeling I started crying. I was in trance because mm-hmm. my facilitator was next to me and I started feeling this horrible emotional pain. My guide says you're starting to feel because of the work I'm doing now, I'm open, just like you do, Natasha, we open ourselves up to feeling, you know, we can sense or feel everybody else's pain. So we have to find a way because our physical body is going to take so much. So the guy next to me, Rebazar was his name. He says, Regan, if you're going to do this work, and I know this is what you're choosing to do, there's four things you have to do or your physical body will uh, not be able to handle the energy and you will physically die. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm saying, okay, I'm listening. You know, what do you want me to do? But one of the things he said to do to balance ourselves is to spend more time in nature. nature. You know, like nature. And we all feel that. Look, when you see people that just feel compelled to go to the beach on the weekend, you know, to go on hiking trips, you know, to, to go fishing or to just go for a walk in the woods. That's our, that's our um, subconscious knowingness. You know, mm-hmm. that we need to, we need to do that. That's why some people love to just sit out and spend time in gardens or they love to do gardening, you know, to feel the earth. To, you know, it's it's a very healing, you know, kind of thing. Helps to keep us balanced. 
exactly so when we do go through stressful times when we go through those life-altering experiences that aren't so nice you know we have to go into self-care we have to and it is a little selfish and it's not necessarily selfish it's self-worthy we're self-worthy to be put on the list when we're going through life altering experiences and, and, yeah. you know, rest a little bit if you need to and, and do that thing. Cause I know like for me, I just went through something where it was actually breaking a tide of, of a lot of generations doing something. And so there's, there's moments where I would just sit there and go, wow, I'm, I'm helping heal some big stuff here. <laughs> You know, and I would get extra emotional about it because it was, it was my body, not necessarily holding space, but it was my body helping to realize what was going on. And I'm not going to speak about what I was going through because it's something that I, I will later, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's a dance. It's a story. It's a, it's a negotiation of, of what are we doing? But we got to remember that emotions come along with life altering experiences. And even if it's standing in a be the most beautiful sunset you ever saw and tears go down your eyes, it's because there's something that touched your soul enough to make this a moment that everything said, whoa. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, okay. Something just, I, I don't think I talked about this before, but it was something when I was a, a, a comedian, you know, ventriloquist, and I got mm -hmm. hired to do. Uh, a show for uh, for a big spiritual convention, and uh, w what it came to mind was, um, I thought, let me give a talk about through ventriloquism here, but it was going to be about uh, heaven on earth. In other words, there's places that you can go see that are so beautiful here, you feel it's a slice of heaven, or it's like heavenly, or you know, it's just so beautiful. It's 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 you know, it's just marvelous because we're always talking about the negative and everything like this well there's you know nature god's created so many things that when you see it you're just overwhelmed you know i mean it, you can just feel that up so um i did this uh, comp what i did is i went to the library and i started uh looking at vi they had videos in the library of uh, of nature of different parts in the world and then i took those videos i took them out and then i edited and put together this big thing was going to be on the screen. At the same time, now there's it's hard to say how I did this, but I, it was a comedy routine. But it was supposed to be a spiritual comedy routine where people are laughing, but you're going to get to their heart, and you're going to have this message out about about how lovely nature is. So I spent weeks on it. I got it done. I did it, and uh, people were laughing and crying so hard <laughs> that it was one of the best shows I ever did. And cool. It just got, yeah, it got me into just, you know, into this nature thing. So when I left the conference, it was on the coast of California. Instead of taking the regular highway inland, I said, I have to go along the ocean all day, mm, just driving mm -hmm. home. I have to be in this nature thing. The 101? Just, yeah, I'm just resonating from from the beauty of everything. So all of a sudden, it's starting to get dusk. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to watch the sunset. I'm going to pull over someplace and I'm going to just be by myself. I'm going to just be there and I'm just going to love this beautiful sunset. So I'm driving along 
and all of a sudden I'm in this place where there's no place to turn off. It's on these cliffs and everything and I'm driving and the sun's starting to go down and I'm racing because I got to find a place before I miss the sun going down. And I finally, all of a sudden I came, I'm on this big cliff on the 101 and there's a space, there's only like three or four spaces, but it's a place, it's like an overlook, you know? So I went, wow, God's showing me this. So I pulled right in there, you know, just as the sun's been going down. And I, I kind of parked in there kind of crooked because I didn't want anybody else to come in there. I wanted it all to myself, you know. So I'm sitting in the car. And I'm starting to see the sun going down. And I'm just feeling all this beauty. And I'm seeing the ocean. And the, it was just the perfect thing. And then I went, why didn't I bring a camera? I, just this moment. I want to take a picture because I want to savor this moment, you know. And I thought, stupid, I didn't bring a camera. Because now, you know, I've got all these things on video and all these pictures. And I thought, well, that's me, just forget a camera, you know. So then I look out my window and straight ahead of my windshield on this rock, there's nobody around, is sitting a camera. I got out of the car, I walked up, they picked up this camera that somebody had left there for me, or God had, it was a God, this was, this was a God, God moment. Was, a God <laughs> moment, yeah. And I just, I just almost wanted to cry. And so I picked up that and I took some, I took pictures and I blew them up and I had them in my office for several years, you know, down there. And I even got, when I developed the film, I got to see who the people were. They, they had taken pictures of each other and I got to see who they were. So I thanked them, you know. But, yeah. Um, so, they're probably no, bummed. I know this was the this was the sunset last night. Oh wow! Yeah. Where I'm so, at, she's got yeah. a deck that looks over the valley. Wow! And I actually have um I, I had a video last night that I did um and yeah. it was just I mean my face is really red if it's <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> it's um, good. It's, San Diego's beautiful down there. So I'm tying that in today with one of the things people can do when they get when they get. Um, uh, knocked in the head with with somebody dying on them or losing a job or or a sickness or COVID and these things when we just feel like we just got slammed, you know, with something. Uh, and one of the things to help you get through it is to take some time, go for a walk, try to put yourself out in nature, maybe do some, uh, uh, you know, meditation or, or praying, however you do that, you know, or spiritual exercises. And um, also to start thinking about the things that are, you're grateful for in your life. You know, a lot of times that'll counteract the, you know, cause sometimes we have this one negative thing and we think life is horrible. But if you sit down for a moment and you realize the hundreds of things you can be grateful for, you know, then it makes that one big thing not so big. Exactly, you know? exactly. And that's one thing that I can offer to anybody that, all life, uh, all, all, all life alternative moments like this, all things that make you go pause, time moves on. Yeah. Things change. You know, my parents passed away. My grief moved on. Wasn't easy. I did it. No. It's, it was a journey. Still is a journey. You know, um, things, ha you know, the day my husband got sober. That was a life-altering experience for the both of us. 13 years later, time moves on. There's other life-altering experiencing moments. I mean, I can remember back to, to stubbing my toe when I was two years old. And it was a life-altering experience to me because I felt my dad says, I got you. And put me on his shoulders. Yeah. You know? And so with that, the, the, it, it was a moment where there was a... It, a moment that was life altering because it, it shifted my 
something about me and my dad, you know? And so, you know, there's these moments that we get, you know, that are here for us to learn and be. And, And so going through them, you know, the fastest way to, to negotiate something is to breathe, you know, um, I've practiced this. I've been in some deep conversations that were actually life altering experiences. And, and I, I've heard the word breathe and that breath brought me down into, into my body more. And, and that helped you get through a lot of things, but we can't, many times we were in life altering experiences. We go into reaction. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's okay. It is to go into reaction. I mean, we have to, it's, it's self-preservation in many ways, but the thing is, so as soon as you can practice getting yourself out of that reaction, you know, even if it's a beautiful sunset, whoa, isn't that beautiful? Oh my gosh. You know, it's like, there's a reaction, right? But then we slow down and we come back and, and just integrate it in, you know, it's that, that story because we, we do get distracted. We really do get distracted. Yeah. Um, the tools that I teach when people are going through their most difficult times, that's when they seek out therapists a lot. And in my, even in my, my spiritual practice and my regular hypnotherapy practice, people come to me and their life's in term, you know, their life's just in the dumpster, they feel, you know, and they need some help getting through it. Uh, so um, one of the things, and, and I'm, I'll mention this often on the show because it's so good and it's something people can learn so good, and that's the havening touch. It'll help take the edge off of like, yes, it's, it's, it's taking your hands from the shoulders and just, yeah, that's good. I can see Natasha's how to do it. You're going to feel a physiological change in your body. It's going to shift your energy for the better when you Mm -hmm. do that. And the the second part of the havening is taking the fingers and breathing all the time. Just like you said, Natasha, it's like breathing in and breathing out. And then going, you know, back and forth from that to that. And the, the third thing is the swiping of the hands, like mm-hmm. just very gently. And then you go back to the, from the shoulders down and the heads here. Just yeah, anybody watching this now, I guarantee, like right now, I just did that. And I felt like um, I felt like I got plugged into an energy socket right here. And I can just feel that, that, that vibration. But yeah. that helps balance your energy out, helps bring you out of the, uh, out of the doldrums. And of course, you know, EFT. EFT emotional freedom technique you can look up that on YouTube there's people you can learn that in 10 minutes and it's remarkable what it does so you know spending time in nature um, breathing like Natasha what you said you always remind me of that too how important breathing is um, of course you know we're gonna die if we don't breathe but I mean deep breathing you know getting more oxygen in your body that's the first thing people should do when they have when they're de- depressed or they have stress is to breathe exactly you it's going to help. It's just uh, scientifically you breathe in, you get more oxygen in your body. It's going to be the like the first team, you know, on the scene, that breath going in there to help you to begin to relax, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> because when we're, when we're, when, we, when we're shocked, the first thing we do is we tighten up, you know, you're restricting all the air, you're restricting all the breathing and your stomach gets tight and your chest gets tight. Exactly. So when you breathe, you start opening that up again. So breathing, um, you know, go for a walk, spend some time in nature, uh, you know, journal. Um, I think, do you journal, Natasha? 
I, I know I, you don't write a lot because you're dyslexia, I know. Yeah, and, and it's not my first go-to, uh, which um, I've, I do a lot of um, work down here. And so that's one thing I've been told by my guides is that it's time for me to, even if I scribble something down, you know, just get something like a journal with me, you know, and, and do some, um, do some of that kind of just quick, even if a download, you know, I get a lot of downloads and I just kind of keep them to myself. And it's like, no, actually you should put them on paper because there's something in there that people can actually like about something, you know? So, uh, it's, it's one of those things, but you know, I want to give people the the idea, though, that life altering experiences, these bad moments, COVID, you know, something like that, it, it can move through. I know for a lot of us, like right now, we're in burnout because we're in the the after ripple effect of, of yeah. COVID, and there's a lot of people who who really worked to get us through COVID and they're really burnt out. Right. And so we had this energy field of just this heaviness of, 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 um, of weight out there. And I know Mercury is getting ready to go in retrograde, um, which we're used to that. So it's, it's a thing, yeah. you know, it's a thing. Uh, we got Pluto in retrograde. We got Venus in retrograde right now. Is Pluto in retrograde? So, but it's the summer. We always have the summer of retrogrades. But, you know, there's a lot of things that are really triggering us right now. And those triggers can be life-altering moments because we get into, we get sucked in to some of these triggers. And yet, what do we do with them when we're triggered? It's like, oh, do I want to do that again? Oh, I don't really like that story that I've been telling myself, do I? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, I've gone down this rabbit hole before. Do I want to go back again? You know, sometimes our life-altering experiences are are these moments where we go, wow. Okay. You know, and 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 it's not to punish ourselves, but it's it's that moment to say, yeah, I can do better. Yeah, I can do better. So can it, um, if anybody wants to mention online here, um, what is something that you would consider a life altering experience? Uh, what is the thing that, that you, if you would like a little bit of help going through it? Cause I know that right now, a lot of people are struggling with, a lot of us have been holding space for a lot of people and our bodies are feeling that energy. Yeah. We in the news today that um, that trucking company, Yellow Freight or something, just uh, is going under and just laid off 30,000 people. Just, you know. Wow. Isn't that crazy? They're, they're the third largest uh, third largest freight company in the country, and they're they're going under, and they just sent everybody their notice, and they're going down. And so here's all, like right now, there's 30,000 people in the U.S. that are just, you know, how am I going to pay the bills, you know? What am I, how am yeah. I going to pay my mortgage? Uh, you know, um, and it's, uh, it's just, it's one of those things. It's all over the news today. And I thought, wow, that's huge. When one of the major companies just can't, you know, it's just been mismanaged is what they say from mismanagement. And it's just caused, uh, this whole, this ripple effect of 30,000 innocent people. Well, I wouldn't say everybody's innocent, but innocent beings that, uh, majority of them that are like really, um, ready you know 
you know, so, sometimes, you know, you, you can, oh, we just saved up for a car and I, we can't, we got a job and I'm going to go buy a car. And then that's usually when those life altering experiences come up, <laughs> Yeah, like a job change or something. Now, here, you here's know? what's interesting is a lot of, say three years from now, a lot of those 30,000 people will look back at this and they'll go, you know, that was the best thing ever happened to me is losing mm-hmm. my job there because they, they got into either another occupation or they got with another company, uh, you know, that um, um, was that way. A friend of mine uh, recently got <clears throat> booted out of a company and then within a few weeks she found another company she never heard of before and she's getting paid a lot more than she was at the other company, better hours, better people and everything. So for a while there, she was she got laid off. She was like, you know, ah, you know, whatever. But she went out there and moved forward, and now she's uh, she's better off. Unfortunately, there's going to be some people. There might even be a couple of suicides in this. You know, I mean that happens sometimes when people can't. Uh, not to. Yeah, you know, I mean, especially because so many, so much of America is paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't have that for a while, and then even if you do find something, you spend sometimes years catching up. You know, to bills you couldn't pay when. But but anyway, these hard things happen. You know. Um, and, um, you know, I've always been lucky that way though, cause I've never had to worry about, I've always been my own boss since I was, but, um, I worked at the, at a base service station cause my dad was a manager of the department store on an air force base. And he helped me get a job at the gas station there working. And that was the only job I ever had that I was a paycheck ever in the sense that I've always had my own businesses. So it's been up and down and everything like that. But uh, um, I never worried. I figured, well, you know, if something happens to one job, uh, especially when I, you know, learn clowning <laughs> and I, you know, I could do balloon animals at a park on the weekend and make enough to eat, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> if I had to, or juggling or something or, you know ventriloquist somewhere just you know i could do something you know but other people they've just learned one skill you know and then when that something happens to that or now with with ai look at um look at the uh, entertainment industry which i am a member i'm a screen actors guild member from spending those years in hollywood doing movies and boy they're really some of them right now are really really not able to pay their bills you know oh i know that's why they're striking yeah and artificial intelligence is coming in and you know their their writers are afraid that artificial intelligence is going to be writing all the new movies and everything you know mm-hmm. uh so we're in a changing world what do you think about that uh, natasha like can you ask the guides about that or is that something that you would do in other words what they think about this new is it just going to be something we're all get used to and not be a big deal or do we do we need to worry about it I think we can, I, and I'm going to not use the word worry. Okay. Everything in this world we can be conscious of. If something in this world gets out of balance, i.e. water, i.e. fire, i.e. Um, AI, banks, government, people. Yeah. You know, um, if anything gets out of balance, that's when it's a negative. Yeah. And people are going to be greedy. People are going to think of money. Mm-hmm. People are going to think of power. Mm-hmm. And they're going to misuse it. Yeah. That's there's going to be a lot of good that's going to happen with AI. And there's not. Yeah. 
and it's kind of like everything else exactly so um to not give you a straight answer okay. i ha i kind of have a i have a um a, a moment where i feel like we're going too fast yeah and we don't notice the ripple effects of our fastness well haven't um natasha like i've heard maybe you have more insight than i do but in um uh, like atlantis or or um, lemuria or mu i think there were other civilizations a lot of people believe before this and a lot of times they went under or destroyed themselves by uh, the technology that that overwhelmed them, you know, where mm -hmm. the greed of thing coming in and they're not paying attention to things. And then their their, their advancement was their downfall, you know, exactly in, in technology. So who knows? But we can't I know sometimes we fear things and it's just because it's changed. And then we look back and like now I remember back when they had the uh, ATMs. And all the bank tellers were going to be out of jobs, you know. Oh, I remember that. Thing. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when new technology comes in, it's not always all bad. We adjust to it and then we go, hey, this is, we're better off than we were. Exactly. Um, cell phones is a good example, you know. I remember the rotary phone, the one on the phone wall. I mean, it's. It's, it's one of those things that just a couple of years ago, it seemed like all we had house phones. Now nobody hardly has a house phone. So um, I agree sometimes that life altering experience helps us grow and we eventually find closure. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm going to, yeah, exactly. And um, the word closure, it may, I, if I can um, use the word, maybe um, purposeful, you know, um, we grow and we eventually find purposefulness. You know, we find wisdom out of it. We find, because I don't know if a lot of us get closure out of a life altering experience. Sometimes it's like the flag blowing in the wind. You know, I think we, she means by closure, she she finally um, says, okay, finally all, it all comes together. Back, yeah. Comes and and that makes together. total sense too. I mean, yeah, it, that's, that's what I mean. Um, uh sure it's a my my experience yes and i and i get it you know that it's you know everybody has a, a word that fits them and i'm grateful because i don't ever want to discount somebody's words uh i'm, I'm just bringing perspectives in for um yeah i was able to move forward good job because that's the thing about life and, and closures or shifts or that kind of thing we get to a place where we do move forward and so good job stephanie because it is about movement and and i don't want to say that sometimes movement is sideways you know sometimes movement is sideways to get away from these life-altering experiences i gotta get out of yeah. here stage left you know um and and you you're going into those dances it's you know i know that that um you know like if somebody gets the uh the word you know the cancerian word you know for the for a body yeah. it's like how more can you get a life-altering experience with that you know because yeah. it's something that you may not survive from um there's some people who you know get told that they have to have surgery and that's a life-altering experience because they don't know if they're going to survive it or not yeah. You know, so, you know, I, I want people to know, though, that, you know, to get a tool to get through some of these life altering experiences to breathe, know that this is just a moment. 
yeah. know that um, that as we're going through it, look and see what it's here to teach us. If it's a negative or more of a heavier life altering experience, or is it something that, oh, wait a minute, I can put my two cents in here and or am I supposed to help or am I supposed to have hands off? You know, it's that tug and pull of where are we with this this um, this life altering experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? I just was thinking too. It's life altering to some people too. I'm, I'm going to my brother's um, retirement party this this weekend, and uh, he's a physical therapist. Um, mm-hmm. He has worked so hard. He's probably works, you know, 50, 60 hours a week for the last 25, 30 years. Wow! Because you know, it's his own business, and um, but he's helped so many people. He's so smart. He's so knowledgeable about helping people with their illnesses and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I was thinking, um, you know, here he is going to retire. And in a sense, that's life altering because you're so used to this. And all of a sudden you wake up in the day and you don't have to go into work. And there could be a little, a lot of, when people retire sometimes, everybody thinks of it as a joyous thing, but people have to go through law. It's a loss. All, it's like a, a gain and a loss at the same time. You have to you find have out how to manage your, your own self in yeah. your brain because you don't have a job to distract you. Yeah, and your soul group, in a sense, people that you've worked with for years and years and years and years, they're like family. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like, you don't, you're, there goes your family, you know? Um, and the interaction with people, the helping people in that, you know? So um, he's going to uh, go in, I think, two days a week. Uh, and because, uh, my nephew actually, uh, it became a doctor now and it's taking over the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, but he needs a lot of help still. So, you know, that, that's a good thing. You know, I mean, he's going a couple times a week. That'll help kind of keep his, kind of keep his foot in there a little bit. He'll be able to see people and, and do all that. But, but it's really scary. You know, that's why so many times when people retire and they don't have any plans, they don't know what to do. They lose everything. They go into depression and they, they they die exactly a lot of people do that you know when they oh i remember yeah i remember um a gentleman up the street from my that the day he retired the next day he his heart went you know which was sad because i know that his wife was really looking forward to traveling with him you know and i i've told my husband (laughs) left and right we can't wait till tomorrow sometimes we got to do today you know even if it's a little bit more or we have to manage it, but it's a, we, we have to do, we have to do today. So, um, Stephanie says, thank you, Stephanie for, um, or who everybody for communicating here. There There are no shortcuts. Let's, um, let lots of self work, shadow work and gratitude. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can't take the shortcut through it. No, the more we try to take a shortcut through it, the longer it lasts. Yeah. You know, um, uh, um, cause I know we have, well, we got about 10 minutes left here, but another topic, cause I'm only saying this cause I'm going to forget off. If I wait till the end of the show, I'll forget, but we could do a, um, a whole show on shadow work and the importance, oh. the importance of looking at your stuff, mm-hmm. you know, being brave enough to turn around, look at that shadow. Cause you and I have both done a lot of work. And when I started doing shadow work, that was a life changing for me. You know, I just I just had to be man enough to look around, look at all my crap. And and it's it's the hardest part is turning around at first to see it. Once you see it and decide to do something about it, it's actually not so bad. 
And yeah, exactly. Wonderful thing. Yeah, she says, yeah. thank you. That's a delightful topic. Yeah, we'll plan yeah. that um, next time. Uh, yeah. I, I will be home next Monday. So we, I will okay. try to remember to write that down at the, um, I don't have a pen right with me. So um, yeah, and that's, uh, it's like how to overcome the fear of looking at our shadows, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. It would be yeah. good. But yeah, I think that'd be a great topic because we all, we all have a shadow of some sort. Some are big shadows, some are really tiny shadows, you know, and it's about our guilt and it's about our wish I would have, you know, or, yeah. I, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and um, we can maybe offer some ways of helping and give people the, uh, give people the, um, oh, da -da 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 -da, the something so that they, the uh, confidence that they can look at it, you know. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. And Veronica says that will be a good topic too. You know, yeah. and, and that's, you know, I, I know that like Veronica here, she's, she's keeping her head above water. I know she is. And you know, mm -hmm. she's got things going on with some family members and, you know, and I mentioned that because I want to send you love Veronica, you know, that, you know, you're doing a good job and, and, you know, blessings to you on this journey. Cause you know, it, it seems like, um, you know, sometimes life altering experiences can last for longer than just a moment. They can last for a couple of years. Yeah, because it's like the story of that scenario has had some life-altering uh, moments in it that just keep keep us on our toes, let's say. And so when we have these life-altering moments that keep coming, <laughs> you know, and we get worn down, that's why we whatever we can do to find gratitude, whatever we can do to find love, mm -hmm. whatever we can do to find enjoyment sorry oh i don't mean to do uh, that make me I yawn too. i'm so sorry i've been holding it off I, no my brain turned See, on like a, at 3 34 o'clock this morning and so i have not yeah. stopped i have not slept since about 3 40 and so now i'm like hitting my slow time so i so apologize that's an example of being suggestible in other words, for good hypnosis subjects, the more suggestible they are, the easier it is for them to go into trance. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one way we see subconsciously how we're suggestible. Like when you see somebody yawn, and, and then like now I'm trying to hold back a yawn. So I'm <laughs> suggestible, you know, like, you know, holding it back right now. So, and probably people watching this now, just because we mentioned that watch at home, they're, <laughs> they're, they're wanting to, yawn. I would have been trying to hold it back for like about 15 minutes here. So yeah. it, it, it's one of those things that, you know, uh, uh, I just yawned too, Veronica says. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably be good, it'd be a good hypnosis subject. Exactly, um, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, but, yeah, one but, session, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. While I'm interrupting you, go ahead. Okay, I'm just going to say another topic sometime too. I'd like to do spend a 15, 20 minutes just explaining to people about what hypnosis really is rather than what people think it is because it's not what people think it is generally, you yes. know. And I'm so surprised that they don't understand how natural and normal it is. And it's a natural human process where we're in and out of hypnosis all day long, you know. And uh, so I don't know. I guess it's Hollywood did that or these uh, hypnosis shows, you know, because generally speaking, most people can't be hypnotized as easily as people that go up in front to be hypnotized on a hypnotist show, you know? Yeah, exactly. And bark like a dog and, and yeah. like a cat. 
chirp yeah. like a cat because they'll make chirp you chirp like, like a cat. <laughs> you know, so it, it's it's one of those things, you know, but those kinds of things, you know, I, I want, you know, like I was at a, um, a show the other day and it was interesting how, see, you know, it's a life altering experience when it keeps circling back around in your mind. Right. Yeah. You know that, that those moments, it's like, hmm, what did I learn about that? And I know that I've had a couple on this trip and, and, you know, going to a show and it was a, another, it was, he was on, um, America's Got Talent, and he was the um, the oh. comedy, the, the the psychic comedy, or the the um, comedian, psychic comedian, or something like that. And he was really good. He was very psychic about things, you know, things that you couldn't have known. Um, mm -hmm. But um, he, um, but he was really circling in on this kind of intuitive work. So when you circle on that, but you know. It, it, getting perspective when we go through these life objects is what what is the surroundings of it what was really happening you know like if let's say if we had a car wreck that um somebody we watched somebody in a car wreck or we were in a car wreck so what is it that we remember seeing around it because there are things that that happen in a moment and and where is it it's like today i had a little gecko and he can't got in the house. He was just a little baby gecko. Yeah. And and we caught him. I caught him and took him outside. Uh -oh. And then he sat on my hand for the next ten minutes. Oh wow. He wouldn't get off. And finally, I had to kind of because I had needed to get going. You know, I I kind of did it. <laughs> but that there again is another moment that life made me stop. Yeah. Made me stop and think about it. And and so with that, that that. You know, how do we manage that? So I, you know, we're coming down the last minutes here and, and it's, today's a day that, you know, I'm going to kind of scoot out, but, um, but, you know, when we're going through them, remember that it is a moment to stop. It is a moment to think. It is a moment to ponder. It is a moment to, to be emotional if you need to. It is a moment to say, wow. Yeah. I think I'm going to get some different perspectives here. So trusting that process and knowing that that it might linger for a couple days it might linger for a little bit longer it just depends on what it is yeah but life moves on we are all good life is going to be a little interesting mercury is going to go into retrograde soon to the i think it's the end of august into the beginning of september um and a little bit into september remember that three weeks in um you know, it's kind of like you, you got to get it started. So three weeks in and then we're in it for three weeks and then we're walking out of it for three weeks. And that's yeah. about, um, so be careful what you're saying to people. Be careful what emails you send. Um, be careful about your technology, cars, um, just different things like that. Yeah. So Regan, how and do I, people get a hold of you? Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. Thank you. I'm okay. interrupting you. I'm just going to say you've taught me to learn that like I mentioned before, that uh, this retrograde stuff is actually a good thing because it's uh, it causes change. It just it causes disruption and things, and it's part of this thing with change. You know, that's it helps um, make things change. You know, and it helps us to be more mindful because, like you say, you know, you want to maybe it's not the best time to. Uh, um, rebuild your car you know wait a couple of weeks or something you know exactly uh, exactly now but, retrograde things are some people were born in retrograde so you, they're fine you're fine with that but but yeah. you know sometimes if you are working on a car start working on it before like now 
and work through it. But Venus is also in retrograde, so eh, be careful what But we the do other thing is, too, you could just go ahead and work on it and realize that it, you might have some extra learning experiences to go through from difficulties you have to get around, you know, like there'll exactly. be more roadblocks and then you're going to learn, you're going to, instead of throwing the tools, you might just, <clears throat> you know, and, and, and you'll learn a different way of fixing it or, or you'll learn patience or you'll learn something, you know, so it's all good, you know, depending on how you want to look at it. People can get a hold of me at Visit the Afterlife, it's right on the screen visit theafterlife.com and there's some great videos on there you can actually watch a young lady that's going to heaven and back on there um, uh, there's videos about how this was discovered this process that allows the average person to have this experience where they can experience the afterlife for several hours um, and all that all that that entails which is amazing i've done it twice and it's life-altering to say the very least um, and um, so go ahead and go there if you need some. And I also do regular hypnotherapy. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, so I'm also really good at helping you with anything to do with PTSD, um, any traumas you've been through, uh, stress, uh, fears and phobias, bad habits. Even if you want to stop smoking or lose weight, those are pretty simple things, but can help you by, uh, you know, uh, doing hypnotherapy with you. And Natasha, what about you? You can reach me at angelicclarifications.com, Natasha Venter, A-C, V-E-N-T-E-R, uh, V is -E -E in Victor. Uh, we, there's, there's, we're all human, and I love to give perspectives to humanness to help us get through life's hardships, um, getting T-boned by life, uh, just that moment of what do I do now? I really enjoy my life soul soul calling to really bring enlightenment to this world to bring enlightenment to this world so i can help you that through that with a lot of different types of sessions i have them on my website on my website angelicclarifications.com i love to be here with you so regan and i are here mondays and Wednesday. Oh, Regan and I are Mondays at four o'clock Pacific time, the dance of soul. I am on life clarifications with Natasha, um, four o'clock Pacific time on all Natasha Venter AC channels. So blessings to you. Thank you. And Stephanie, thank you. Um, for, t you're more than welcome for tonight. I'm so grateful yes, you were thanks, here. Stephanie. Thank you for your comments. And I'm so grateful for comments and, and just being, and if you know anybody who wants to be on, um, uh, watch our show. Please spread the word. Please like, follow, um, subscribe, whatever you need to do, whatever platform you are on. And then what was the other thing that was? Oh, Life Clarifications with Natasha podcast. These shows That's are on, on Wednesday at four, right? At four o'clock, but a podcast. Um, you can find podcasts on um, on the um, on lifeclarifications.com, on like Spotify, and I think uh, even on. Um, on uh, a lot of other places, just look it up. I, I'm a loss for words. I've been up since three o'clock, four o'clock this morning, so <laughs> I'm kind of like getting kind of ooh rummy, ooh yeah. rummy. So blessings, everyone. Okay. My love is with you. Um, see you on Wednesday, and I'm going to. There, there's something that's been happening in my life, and and I got to figure out what I want to talk about on Wednesday. Yeah. So blessings, everyone. Bye now. See you. See you next time.